Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection, Sooner or Later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. The Jig is Up by Arlene Mandel Morbid curiosity lured me to glance through the repugnant content of the hideous booklet, then shove it into the farthest reaches of my desk drawer. Eventually I would have to read it, but there was time. I was not yet ready. Gone from My Sight, The Dying Experience by Barbara Carnes was a small, skinny, 13-page booklet of guidelines describing bodily changes prior to death from the final three months to the last day. It was given to me when I signed the paperwork entering my mother into hospice at the nursing home where she lived. At 95, mother had been engrossed in activities there with friends she had grown to cherish. That was about to change following a diagnosis of terminal stomach cancer. I conferred in depth with her much-loved and experienced doctor. We agreed on palliative care and hospice. I dared not tell mother. She was terrified of what she called the big C, having watched her family suffer slow, torturous deaths from cancer. I contacted no one on the outside. A flurry of phone calls would have sent up a red flag, even with mild dementia. Mother was shrewd enough to have figured it out. Sharing my plans with the plethora of staff who would be entering Mother's room and life, I was adamant they were not to mention cancer. If Mother questioned her condition, I said, just say she was being treated for a stomach bug. Only one forgetful staffer, by mistake, blurted out the cancer word. However, an episode of dementia had kicked in, and the monstrous six-letter words sailed over her head. In that tense situation, dementia proved, paradoxically, to be a godsend. Mother and I had never spoken about death until Dad had passed. Transporting his body to the family gravesite in another state had been complicated and an enormous expense. Mother's practical wisdom took me aback. I will tell you this only once, she said. When I die, handle it in whatever way is good for you. With new people parading in and out of her room, Mother in time grew suspicious. One afternoon, when we were alone, she burst out, Is the jig up? I was flummoxed but kept a poker face. Relieved when she quickly followed with, Wait, don't tell me. Thereafter, I spent every day at Mother's bedside. Groggy as a continuous diet of morphine took hold, Mother nevertheless kept herself tethered to my hands, squeezing them tightly while she listened to her favorite music on my audio player. Every evening, I tenderly pried her hands off mine and kissed her good night. One night, as she lay half asleep, Mother started tugging at her robe, a peculiar, new behavior. 
My thoughts flashed back to a phrase in that dreaded, hidden booklet. Picking at bedclothes was one of the several signs that the body is preparing for death. It was time. That night I plucked the guidebook out of my desk and devoured it. I needed to understand what was happening and why and what more to expect. The words, simple and sympathetic, fell like gentle rain on my frayed emotions. A day later, surrounded with soft music and with hands entwined in mine, Mother, for the first time, pulled her hands away. Startled, I reached out for her, then snapped back. The booklet explained that the body prepares for its next journey by withdrawing from the outer world and going inward. In that poignant moment, a painful act of love compelled me to best help my mother by letting her go. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. In the early morning hours, Mother departed this world under the watchful eyes of hospice staff who embraced me when I arrived, assuring me her passing had been serene. A mournful cry rose up throughout the nursing home. The frantic director asked if I could come to the conference room that afternoon. She would have Mother's friends brought there for a Q&A talk. I agreed. At two o'clock, the conference room was jam-packed. Questions abounded. I called on Ethel, Mother's diminutive and dearest friend, who asked, I've been wondering, did you two always get along so well together? I bellowed a resounding no. Laughter exploded the tension, tears filling the room. I explained that as an adult, and though reluctant, I had returned to live with Mother. Circumstances decreed we needed to combine our limited financial resources. Over time, our initial guarded civility grew roots into deep understanding and appreciation. How the body responds to its final journey has an order and a purpose. A comforting thought as I seek order in a chaotic world. Now in my 80s and losing friends I had lunch with only a short while ago, I am acutely aware that my own mortality is in the offing. And though I'm not ready at the moment, I'm hoping I will be whenever the jig is up. Copyright 2023, Arlene Mandel. Arlene Mandel is an artist living in Linville, North Carolina, proudly celebrating her 10th year at Carleton Gallery in Banner Elk. A native New Yorker, relocating to the Blue Ridge Mountains with Captain Dan ignited a passion to write. Her six-minute stories podcast include Eye of the Dolphin, Artist Born, Gobsmacked in the Gulf Stream, Renegade Daughter, it started with a typo, shopping for the homeless, 13 candles in the dark, the promise of romance. At five and 95, mother was a star and in the heart of trouble. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk.
Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.